Hi, everyone. This is Dave Dedden of Turnbuckle Trash. Now, we haven't had a podcast in quite a while, and there are some reasons for that. And we'll tell you more about that as we get into the podcast. But before we start, we want to acknowledge the passing of a couple of real legends in the world of professional wrestling. One of those was the superstar Billy Graham, a bodybuilder, a professional wrestler. He was the WWF heavyweight champion from 1977 to 78. Uh, One of his uh, training partners and friends was Arnold Schwarzenegger. One of the things that the superstar did was his interviews were a little bit different. Remember, professional wrestling was starting to go from uh, the, the sports end of it to more entertainment. And the superstar in his interviews, he got pretty entertaining. Listen to the superstar, Billy Graham. Behind the Iron Curtain, in front of the Iron Curtain, to the Bamboo Curtain, all around the world, Superstar Billy Graham putting the 24-inch pythons around anybody that's willing to get next to Superstar Billy Graham. The 24-inch pythons of Superstar Billy Graham got more moves than a bowl of jello made out of solid steel. I got the arms that the ladies want to feel. They want to grab my tricep. They want to grab my bicep. They want to grab hold my Serratus Magnuses. We've also received word that I think the most hated heel of all time in professional wrestling has passed away, the Iron Sheik. The Iron Sheik actually was from Iran. He was an Olympic wrestler. At one time, he was a bodyguard to the Sheik of Iran. Then he came over to the United States, started wrestling. He uh, was a, a good guy. At the first, he was a face He didn't like that. He wanted to be a heel. He grew the mustache, got the boots, and became one of the most hated people ever in professional wrestling. The Iron Sheik. Uh, beat Bob Backlund, but Bob Backlund at the champion at the time, it was kind of a transitional period because right after the Iron Sheik beat Bob Backlund, in comes Hulk Hogan, and uh, they had a great feud going on for several years, but uh, the Iron Sheik, one of the most hated wrestlers, but loved at the same time by real wrestling fans. Iron Sheik later on in his life Also found fame on the radio, often making appearances on the Howard Stern Show where he'd talk about the wrestlers he did not like, and he used um, very colorful language. (laughs) He would let them light up every once in a while. But we wanted to play the Tin Bells today for the superstar, Billy Graham, and for the Iron Sheik.
This is TurnbuckleTrash.net. Pro wrestling from a fan's perspective. I love video games and pro wrestling. With three fans who know how to talk some trash. None of these cross-eyed mouth breathers deserve to hear this voice. I guess it's time to take out the trash. Boys and girls, moms and dads, and puppy dogs of all ages, it's been a while, but we have some... (laughs) You know, when you say about excuses, you know... We've got some excuses about why it's been a while for uh, Turnbuckle Trash. Uh, life has gotten in the way a couple of times, some good stuff and some bad stuff. But uh, we are here with Christopher Evans, and hopefully uh, we might be able to hook up uh, with Zane a little bit later on about what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. Chris, how you doing, my man? i tell you what, the sun is shining. It is a beautiful day here in Statesville, North Carolina, and we all are loving the Lord right now because you are back in the saddle again. Woo! Been a rough couple yeah. of weeks, uh, I'll tell you that. Uh, came down very ill, spent some time in the hospital, and uh, very weak, still weak. Uh, but, uh, boy, I tell you what, when you're sitting in the hospital and you can't think and you're just staring at the ceiling, it's not not a heck of a lot of fun, but... I'm glad to be home and got the got the walker out, you know. I got, got I'm an old man. Just celebrated number sixty six last week, and I ate barbecue and I ate sausage and I had cake for breakfast. And I'm just I'm ha- I'm happy to be alive. I'll tell you that, Chris. Amen. Amen. Yeah. It's been a it's been a while since we've been on the air, folks. But uh, we have got a lot to talk about because. Good Lord, look what has happened. Well, it we, has been fiasco. We got, we got, we got to talk about one more thing here, because oh, yes. back in late April, uh, you had uh, two big things happen to you. One kind of wrestling related, and the other life related. Let's talk about your life related news, okay? Well, I'm above ground and breathing. My mother didn't put a gun to my head and say no. <laughs> Uh, the love of my life, Lauren and I, we got engaged in Paris, Tennessee. If uh, people go on to my Facebook page, if they want to, they'll see where we announced it in front of the Eiffel Tower. We flew all the way to Paris, <laughs> but uh, it was a lot of fun. We are going to give this one heck of a shot. Good, and uh, it's going to take it's going to take some time, but. Like you told me, patience is the best thing. That is, and I'm congratulating you because I, I'm getting ready to celebrate how many years? 28. 28 years of wedded bliss, and I highly recommend if you get the right woman or the right partner. That just, yeah, it's just unreal. So I, I'm I'm she, madly in love today as much as I was back then. She is the queen, the, the queen of the turnbuckle trash. We're going to give it one heck of a shot. And uh, hopefully everything works out for the best, which I know it will. And then the second thing that happened, we went to Paris, Tennessee to see the world's biggest fish fry. When the parade was coming down, there was a truck. And in the back of the truck, there was a sign. And it said, Glenn Jacobs. (laughs) I didn't realize it until it was too late that Kane had come to our little town of Paris, Tennessee. Now comes to find out Kane is running for governor of Tennessee. He is. I did not know that. He is going to run for governor of Tennessee. That is why he was there. 
Um, and believe me, that man is huge. Yeah, he is huge. And you know what? He's very, very, very smart. He was yes. running a very successful business while on the road uh, as a professional wrestler, too. And uh, I think, uh, you know, if anybody can do it, you know, we had Governor Jesse Ventura. How about Governor Kane? Well, it was amazing. Uh, I didn't realize that he was going to be running for, uh, for governor until uh, someone said, yeah, he, that's what he's doing. And he came to Paris. He was at the fish tent passing out fish, eating. I think he ate about maybe three plates. Oh, wow. That fish. I mean, they, everybody was starstruck, but a lot of people were, sh- or were scratching their heads because some of the people didn't know who he was. Yeah, that's right. So it's, uh, it was amazing to see our little town had the, the beast in carnage and not Brock, but <laughs> had, the devil, had the devil's little demon there, and it was, uh, it, it was good. It yeah. was good. You know, I, I, I went on to the webpage of a radio station I used to work for, WTPR, in Paris, mm-hmm. Tennessee, and they actually had video of the parade. And when uh, Glenn Jacobs' uh, truck came by, the commentators uh, there is the uh, mayor of uh, Knoxville County, um, Glenn Jacobs. And they didn't say anything else. And you could see about half the crowd knew that he was, you know, the character Kane in the WWE, yeah. and about half didn't. But uh, yeah. it, was, it was kind of fun to watch. And it's always fun to me to uh, see some of these guys and see what they do outside of the wrestling ring and uh it's it's just um it's a heck of a lot of fun and i wish i wish him well and if i was in tennessee i would really look at him very very closely to vote as the governor of tennessee i think he could do the job better than <clears throat> quite a few <Yeah>. people <laughs> so. well, i believe he can i believe it will happen and you never know i mean he's got a good mind for the business he's yes. done real well in knox county so let's see what happens if Kane invades Tennessee and to into Nashville. We we shall see. Yeah. We shall see. Well, that that's really cool news. I, I like hearing about that. Well, let's get into uh, some of the the news for about uh, the world of professional wrestling. And I think the biggest news we have right now is the uh, the tournament is over and we have a new WWE heavyweight champion. And that's not saying anything against Roman Reigns. It's just a new belt and a new title that they've been talking about for a long time. And it's one other than, none other than Seth freaking Rollins. What did you think about that? Well, it's kind of amazing. They used the big gold belt, but they redesigned it. Yeah. Uh, I I like it. I think it looks good. But uh, I would rather have had, you know... AJ or maybe Edge. I like Seth, but I mean his character starting to get kind of strange. Oh, it's a little bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's half weird after those red boots. <laughs> I love the red weird. boots. I absolutely loved when he came out in those big red boots. And you know the next day you couldn't find them anywhere because they sold out everywhere. Oh yeah. Wrestling fans were buying those big old red boots. I I, I I would have a pair if I could. So <laughs> that curve stomp would have been oh lord, <laughs> like Super Mario on crack. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean it's good. I love the belt. The design of it looks good. 
But I'm sorry, the other one that they they brought out looks like the Nathan's Eating Hot Dog Championship belt. Okay, so does that mean that Roman's two belts go bye-bye? Yeah, I think so. I think you'll see a lot this coming Friday on SmackDown. They, you know, it could be that Paul Heyman will be carrying both of the other belts, and then Roman with the what you call the Nathan Hot Dog Belt. And don't say anything about my man Joey Chestnut now, okay? That man is the world record holder in eating hot dogs, the fastest ever, and he has my utmost respect. He can get that mustard belt. He's the man. Hey, that man holds the world record of eating Big Macs too. So mm. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. I mean, it looks good. The the WWE has picked up a little bit of good business, but uh, Raw, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Raw. Last, I watched last night's Raw, and I think I woke up an hour later, going, "Is it over?" I I wasn't that um, unimpressed with it. I thought there was some good stuff with it. The stuff, you know what I like right now? What's that? Is the way they've kind of changed a little bit with the maximum male models with Mm. Renee Dupree and uh, then, you know, making it uh, with uh, with Otis and uh, Chad Gable. And of Mm. course, you know, she's calling Otis Otis and he's kind of using. The best line of the night, uh, and I think the best line I have heard on WWE programming happened on Monday Night Raw this week mm-hmm. when they were talking about the Viking Raiders. And Chad Go- Go- Gable said to Otis, I gave you a book to study about the Vikings. So how yeah. are we going to take them down? And <laughs> Otis looked up and he says, well... We're going to hit him with a lot of deodorant. <laughs> I just uh, thought that was priceless. And of course, the way he delivered it, you know, he gets that kind of dumb look on his face. I, I like it. And I am glad they, at least so far, dropped this male model junk. It's, it's a good thing they've done it because that was just. It was stupid. I, let's just call a spade a spade. Yeah, it was dumb. It was dumb. It, was dumb. it had to have to be Vince's work. It has to be Vince's work. And then you but, you look at it with this young lady who's playing Renee Dupree, or Dupree. Uh, yep. You know, maybe they saw something in her to put her in this role, and now they're you know kind of changing things up. But then again, when you look at what's going on on SmackDown. Because of the same stupid storyline, they went away from having L.A. Knight being involved to where now he's one of the hottest properties in yes. the WWE. And as a matter of fact, Chris, thank you to Zane Peterson for mm. buying me an L.A. Knight t-shirt that I, Dave Denton, am wearing right now. Let me talk to you. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that he, he's he's taken off with it again. It's perfect. L.A. Knight has now become another. He's a sensation with the WWE. Thank you for dropping that other gig that he had and putting him back oh. to reality. It's perfect for him. It fits him well. We let let's face it. We all hated the other one. It was bringing him down. Oh, it was bringing him down big time. It was awful that Maximum oh, L yeah. model that was. 
You know, I feel bad for the other guys that were involved with it because they're probably, if, if they're not released, they're doing nothing right now. No, uh, those not. two guys. And both of them were pretty decent wrestlers, but man, that uh, whoever thought of Maximum Male Models, uh, you you need to you know be flipping burgers someplace because that was a dumb idea. Well, the first I can think of the ver- uh, the very first initial is probably with a V, and <laughs> so. But other than that, I mean, I'll tell you who I am enjoying. I am enjoying Dominique Mysterio's rise. I mean, he is one of the hottest heels now, one of the hottest heels. But what I'm kind of upset with is the Cody situation. But there was someone on a a podcast that said that what he thinks is going on is that they are doing the hard time promo. I I had heard about that myself. And if you watched Cody today when he was talking to Dominic, Mm -hmm. he mentioned about doing his hard time 15 minutes in yep. the, the you know in the pen and i'm wondering if that was like a little a little thing you know for wrestling you know geeks like you and i going oh oh, oh he is going to be doing yeah. this hard time gimmick throughout the 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 rest of the year maybe up into wrestlemania next year we'll have to see i i i think that that has potential and i think it was um Freddie Prince Jr. that talked about a friend of his mm-hmm. that had yeah. come up with that that theory. And yeah, I think I, posted, I gave it to you on Messenger about that. Yeah, and it's it, it's interesting. I mean, it makes perfect sense. That'd be a, it's a heck of a gimmick. I mean, but have they played enough with Cody? I mean, it, they're bleeding the bro- they're, they're bleeding Brock and Cody like they're like they bled. Brock and Roman Reigns. But, okay, okay, I will agree to disagree, okay? Okay, go right ahead. Let's talk about this with this hard times gimmick, okay? Okay. Because you're going to need to make uh, Cody almost like uh, uh, Baron Corbin, where he's down on his luck, where he nothing is going right for him. He's being injured. He's losing faith in uh, what's going on. And maybe they bring Brandy in to, to talk to him for you know one week or something like that. But I think with uh, with Brock Lesnar, and I, you know I'm not a Brock Lesnar fan. Okay. But but if they have him almost you know just tear him down, then they could have something happen bringing in Dominic, and uh, then they could do the hard time gimmick uh, either with Brock or with Dominic. So you see where I'm going with that? That I think Cody has, if they're going to do this hard time gimmick, he has a way to fall back before they do that. I'm just kind of wondering how much of this are they going to bleed out with him and Brock? Is it just going to keep going? And, I mean, let's face it. We all thought that Cody, when he came back, was going to be the world champion. And they come to find out they jerked the rug from under the fans. Mm -hmm. And... Now Cody's this, well, you shouldn't have left AEW. See what you did? You screwed yourself up, and you, you came back to the evil, demonic place. No, everybody has to have a time. But everybody has to have patience. I, now, I'll say this. I was watching a video with Chris Jericho just uh, overnight when I was having trouble sleeping, 
And he was mm-hmm. talking about, think about the storyline before you make a judgment. Is that storyline over with Brock Lesnar? Is it over with Cody Rhodes? And where are they going with it? We don't know where they're going to go with it. I like the idea of Cody slipping back a little bit, losing confidence, and then he starts talking about somebody shows him Dusty's Hard Times uh, video, and he gets him all pumped up and gets him back on the the track. I like that idea. But I thought it was interesting when Chris Jericho talked about don't talk about I didn't like it when this happened, when I didn't like it when this happened, when the story hasn't been even told yet. We gotta That's we true. gotta remember about that. And those people that were looking at uh Cody Rhodes, you know, winning the title, which I, I was one of those, think about what a great swerve that was to the fans. Oh, it was the biggest swerve ever. Yeah, I think it was a great swerve for that, and it set up Roman Reigns for his thousand-day reign and for the demise of the bloodline. And uh, we'll talk more about that in just a little bit. But I wanted to ask you a little bit more about Dominic, okay? Because you and I have not been Dominic Mysterio fans, especially you. James Christopher Evans, you have been all over Dominic. Now, what makes you now like what he's doing? Well, I kind of like the way that he's getting in the the heel side of himself. Uh-huh. I like the way that the WWE is, you know, they're milking the evil side of Dominic. Uh-huh. But it's kind of growing on me a little bit, almost like a fungus. <laughs> it's, growing. it's growing. I mean, I I like it now. He's not really good. He's still not good in the ring. Right. I mean, he's still not good in the ring, but... His promos are getting better. He's becoming a a good heel. And after the slap on Cody and him hiding behind uh, Rhea Ripley, I thought it was, you know, like a heel move. I'll hide behind. Like, right. Yeah, I liked it. I, I really did. I liked it. So, so um, yeah. with Dominic, <laughs> and I, I, have, I have two parts here, okay? With Dominic, when he was cutting his promo in the ring, every time he'd open his mouth, the crowd would boo him down. Of course. So, okay, here's the two-part thing. A couple Mm -hmm. of weeks ago, and I'm thinking it might have been James E. Cornette that said, is Dominic getting uh, heel heat, or is he getting, I'm tired of you heat, we don't like you heat, get out of our face heat. So I'm going to ask you, uh, is it heel heat, and is it good heel heat, or is it get out of our face heat? Get about, get out of our face heat. Hmm. I, I think so. Do you think it's heel heat? Well, I'm I'm looking at you, Chris, I'm, and how you said how it's it's growing on you. I think at first it might have been the thing of saying, you know what, I don't like this, but now – like you said, it's growing on you and it's growing on me with it's Dominic's growing. heel heel run. I don't know how I don't think that after, you know, he he and Ray get back together, I don't think Dominic's going to be around much after Ray's gone. I I just don't see it, you know. No. I don't I don't see him having that star potential. I might be completely wrong, but I think that now that character that he's developed as this punk kid 
who wants mm-hmm. you to believe he's all tough and you know macho, you know mm-hmm. macho macho man. Oh, yeah. But and, and then when you have the added uh, figure of mommy there, and she's calling him Dom Dom, and everybody else is calling him Dum Dum. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's growing on people to where I would say a month ago Cornette might have been okay if that was him saying that, but now today I would say it's good heel heat. Yeah, it's good heel heat. You are correct. I will admit that it's good heel heat. He's getting what he needs. He's becoming a good. Like I said, his promos are getting better and better every day. Right. It's just now we got to figure out if they keep the motion going or do they cut it off at the pass? Because look at uh, the faction that's going on. It's breaking apart. Yeah. So let's see what happens. Let's see what happens with the bloodline and, you know, the Usos and oh. Roman Reigns. And, are uh, you know, the, there's all kinds of rumors going on, on the Internet. And I, I, I hate to, you know, give credence to anybody uh, for that. But I think it was time. I mean, with Roman still playing this really good heel and uh, the the breakup of the, quote, bloodline as a as a faction and the Usos maybe going off on their own and then uh, Solo Sokoa uh, turning on his brothers. Are they going to be bringing in, like, Fatu? Is he going to be coming in? The dad. And, are, you know, are they going to bring in some of the other members of that family that have wrestled in the WWE before. I still think we've got, you know, maybe one or two more pay-per-views to go before this is all over with. And maybe it'll end at uh, SummerSlam, uh, but I still I still see this going at least two more pay-per-views, or excuse me, premium live events before that storyline is over with. Well, it was the kick that was heard around the world. You couldn't get on any social media site without seeing the kick you couldn't go anywhere without seeing the kick and everybody was just you know cheering that it was finally going to happen is it time for the bloodline to disappear Mm, no no mm -mm, i don't think so i think the bloodline needs to stay where they're at is it time for roman to lose the belt Uh, well the belt it's been mm, maybe I think I think he's got six months, six months, six more six months. months, six months. Six months. Yeah, I think it's going to go a while before he loses again. So, um, yeah, I I think when they're going to do the bit, you know, the all the the di- different twist and everything going on with that. You've got money in the bank coming up on a Saturday. Okay, mm-hmm. remember yep. this one's coming from England, and when they go to Europe, they do these premium live events on Saturday, which I forgot about on the last one, but I might've, no, I wasn't in the hospital, but um, I forgot about it being on Saturday. So I had to watch it later. So uh, I want to, I want to go to one more person before, uh, before we move on. I want to do this in the WWE before I forget. And that is someone that I didn't think would ever appear very much in the United States because I had read he wanted to stay in Europe. And that is the former Walter, now oh. now known as Gunther, mm-hmm. uh, and the Ring General. And I'm I'm telling you, I have watched him so much recently have one great match after another, after yep. another, after mm-hmm. another. Is this guy possibly 
uh, maybe taking over the role of AJ Styles and being the best performer in the ring. I mean, he. I watched him today in the ring, and he was great. I remember him and Ricochet feuding a little bit. Great mm-hmm. match. And then he goes against uh, uh, Ali uh, when yep. they did the Saudi Arabia show. It was a great match. Is he that good that he can put others over that maybe aren't in his league? I ask you, Chris. Oh, I think he is because he's shown it time and time again. I mean, those chops that he gives other wrestlers, I'm surprised that their chests <laughs> haven't given by or are not, you know, destroyed by uh, now. Right. But he is that good. And he, like you said, he never wanted to leave the UK. He wanted to stay there. He didn't want to come to America. But now he's just as popular as anybody else. I mean, and he's held the belt, the intercontinental belt, almost longer than anybody. Right. I think he's holding the record. I don't know which one it is. I mean, the longest reigning intercontinental champion was the Honky Tonk Man. Uh-huh. I don't know if he beat Honky's record or not. That didn't sound right, Honky. <laughs> Shame on but, you. Yes, I don't know. Maybe he's beaten his record. I don't know yet, but he is the long one of the longest reigning. Is he good? Yes. Does he have on five-star matches? Of course he has. Oh, man, those, those matches with uh, Drew McIntyre and um, uh, Sheamus. Oh, my oh, word, they were yeah. so incredibly good. So yeah, I, I, th- I think... Um, if you if you think back a couple of years ago, uh, it was AJ Styles getting that belt back and making it relevant again. Remember, nobody knew who the IC title was, and then when AJ lost the belt, you know it just went. Who who cares about it? now? People are caring about the Intercontinental Championship title again, and I think that. I, I love that. But more trash is on the way on turnbuckletrash.net. I love video games and pro wrestling. I don't know karate, but I know karate. Yes, Get ready for the big paper. <laughs> it's time to take out the trash. You think of men with menacing icy stairs that could freeze their opponent's cold. Boots who beat their foes into submission. This is Turnbuckle Trash. Would they would they look at Gunther or Walter as I still like to call him against Roman Reigns for the title? Oh, would that be yes. that would be something, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, that would be great. I mean I'd love to see but I would love to see him as the champion. I think he would be a great champion. Right. Well, will it? But will the lesser evil prevail and let him do it? Though. Yeah, yeah. Used to the lesser evil. (laughs) That that made me laugh. I'm sorry because it brought up the picture of more than one person. So, well, you know who it made me think of. Oh yeah. Then the lesser evil, and we're going to change subjects here. Are you ready? Uh huh. Let's move over to AEW. Ah. Are you ready for the lesser evil? Go ahead. Coming up on June 17th, the return of CM Punk. Oh, Lord. Yes, the return of CM Punk. 
we fought. We all, it was the big swerve ado. We all thought he was gone, but now he's back again. Lord, why? That's all I got to ask. Why? You know, I, mean, I we've both made our thoughts on CM Punk, you know, very well known, you know, great talent, has had some great matches, great on the mic. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest problem is, is he a cancer in the locker room? Is he good for the locker room, especially now? And we'll, I guess there's nothing to know, but we'll find out. That situation he was in last year when he got into the fight with the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. to me, was one of the most unprofessional things I could ever think of. Oh, yeah. It but was. It was very, yeah. In the Go world ahead. of professional wrestling, in the world mm-hmm. of sports entertainment, whatever you want to call it, what is the driving factor? Uh, yeah, well, controver- controversy creates cash. Money, 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 money. money right? Mm-hmm. Controversy creates cash. Just want a big fat pile of money. Give me that almighty dollar for that letters hear me holler. Give me buckets full of ducats. Let me walk around and waller in Mazuma. El Dinero, wanna be a millionaire? Give me money, 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 money. Money, money, money. Money, money. How many people like you and me are going to be having that DVR set for June 17th on uh, TNT for their brand new AEW show, which Miro's going to be on, Samoa mm-hmm. Joe's going to be part of, Thunder Rosa, another controversial figure, making her comeback in mm-hmm. AEW. I got to oh, admit, yeah. I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, I'm, this is going to be very interesting. CM Punk's got his own show now. Uh, it's going to be interesting to watch this. Let's see, Thunder Rosa. We haven't seen her in a while. Now she's making. Uh, we thought that she was gone. Now she's coming back. Uh, let's see, Samoa Joe. He's now getting done with his uh, new movie, Twisted Metal. Uh, that's going to be interesting to watch him with a clown face. <laughs> nothing, nothing ever really, really has changed. Oh, he's got the nose for it. Oh. Yeah, he's got the nose, all right. Oh, that was bad. Well, it's all right. As long as he's not in front of me when I say that, everything's going to be just fine. Oh, yeah, me too. Joe, by the way, I love you, Joe. I really do. He's one of my all-time favorites. I I love Samoa Joe. Now, Mm -hmm. you brought up Thunder Rosa and where she's been. I don't know if you've had the chance to watch the reality-based show that they did on TBS after – uh, the, the regular show on Dynamite where they would follow some of the wrestlers backstage and do mm-hmm. some of the backstage storylines. One of those involved Tony Storm, who was the interim champion, right? Or was it Jamie Hayter? I think it was Tony Storm. Tony Storm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, you also had um, um, all the, the women backstage were starting to kind of Say, why is she an interim? If Thunder Rosa can't wrestle because of a back injury, she needs to give up the belt. Mm-hmm. And 
Britt, DMD, she was animate. I mean, talking to anybody she could talk to backstage, saying that she was not happy with Thunder Rosa, and she didn't know what you know what was going to happen there. So is there going to be heat backstage with them? Because you know, Doctor Britt, she's their she's probably their biggest female star, maybe behind Soraya right now. I mean, she she's hot and she's you know a very good character and a wrestler. But is that going to bring heat? that you're now bringing Thunder Rosa back as she apologized. I think I read that she has apologized to the locker room for what happened. And that would be great. Well, I'm sure that she has. I'm sure that that she's had to put on a a public apology and she's probably having to, you know, go behind the stage and shake everyone's hand and tell them that she's sorry and that she did not mean to do what she did. But can this be taken care of with just a public apology? Uh, we don't know because, you know, animosity has always reared its head every now and then. And with wrestlers, it's the same way. Right. Uh, some people can forgive, but a lot of people don't forget. So we'll with, with Dr. Brick Baker and, and Thunder Rosa. Now, Who knows? That, you brought up a good point. Once again, we go back to that TV show. They brought, and this is when they brought Ruby Riot back from her, broken nose injury and mm-hmm. backstage they had uh, Sammy and um, oh what's her name his his wife now uh, who by the way is pregnant so congratulations to them but Ruby was getting ready to come back from a very bad broken nose and they were going to put those two in the ring together and Ruby just basically said one time is an accident you do it again you and I are going to have problems and they're going to be receipts. So, you know, you're in a physical business. You're in, uh, in you're in a world that I don't think you can create any place else but in the world of professional wrestling on egos. And you're talking about physicality. You're talking about storylines. And if you're not on TV, you're not making as much money. So, mm-hmm. you know, the egos can really get in there. And boy, these ladies were really showing, you know, they were showing some egos there and, so I, that's part of the aspect of professional wrestling that I'm really enjoying watching now that they've taken kayfabe and said, okay, these are storylines, but this is going on too. I kind of like that. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. It's the kayfabe, if you want to talk kayfabe, there's one person that kayfabe, but that's for another day and another time. But with these ladies... And they're really milking it pretty well, but I think what you just stated about, you know, there's going to be receipts, that just means that there's going to be teeth flying out of mouths one of the days. It's going to be your, that punch is going to, they're going to say, oh my gosh, that looks so real. Yeah, because it was. Um, yeah, they're going to do that, but that's just wrestling. I mean, yeah. look, back, look back in the old times, they... Sometimes those punches look real. Uh, no, they were. Sometimes they were, and that's they part were. of the, that's part of what the world of professional wrestling is, because you you know they don't necessarily pull punches, but they're not as strong as they look. I mean, they, these guys know what they're doing, but every mm-hmm. once in a while, a wrestler will get mad uh, at something that goes on in the ring, and they'll they call it a receipt, and they'll give them what they call a potato, which is a real punch. 
And, uh, you know, that does happen. And it's a way to police yourself in the ring. That's what that is all about. Because if it spills backstage behind the curtain, it can get very physical. As You know, there's lots of stories where uh, locker room brawls are going on and people have been heard. And and just look at what happened with uh, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and CM Punk. I mean, it was a very serious situation. So that goes on in the world of professional wrestling. And I think when when you see something that goes on in the ring that looks real, you can say maybe it was, or as Dusty Rhodes one time, uh, I heard him say, my job is to make you question whether that was real or not. Of course. That's the That's beauty of professional wrestling. It's the performance aspect. And that time when you go, did he really hit him? Did he really twist his arm that much to make it hurt? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's the beauty oh, yeah. of it. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, the uh, the video that I I think I posted about the gentleman that was at a indie show dressed up like Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Actually jumped in and started throwing people around for real. Uh-huh. This man was doing it. And if you saw that woman, please, guys, watch this video. This man goes into the ring and grabs a female wrestler, picks her up, and slams. And I right. think it knocked her out. Right. He didn't move. And that, that's dangerous. That. Yeah, it was very dangerous. I mean, but these ladies and these gentlemen are properly trained. They know what they're doing, but sometimes accidents happen. You get hit. Mm-hmm. You get hit, you're going to get a receipt. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. What can you do? And sometimes yeah. you get busted open when you weren't supposed to yep. get busted open. Or remember a couple of weeks ago, uh, Chris Jericho was in the ring, and they were doing you know, a lot of slaps on the chest. And Chris mm-hmm. Jericho, one of his pecs actually started bleeding in the ring mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. of those chops, which... I wish they'd kind of slow down on that, but I understand why it's so prevalent now that almost everyone has these chops on the chest because the crowd mm-hmm. goes into it and starts doing the Ric Flair. Woo, woo. But of that's, course. you know, that that's, uh, but, you know, as long as people aren't getting terribly hurt by it and, you know, you'll see backstage stuff where they'll show the welts and they'll show the scratches and all that. So, uh, you know, there's just a lot going on. Like Finn Balor when he had the the ladder hit him in the head, split him open. Yeah, what was it? Fourteen staples he had something in, stitches or something in his head. Fourteen staples. Yeah, and he was wearing t-shirts. <laughs> I loved that. Oh. I loved it. So yeah, but, things do happen, man. Yeah, it happens. But let's let, let's reverse for AEW again and talk about. I've got something to chew on and. You, we were talking kayfabe. Well, let's talk about kayfabe for a second with a gentleman by three initials. M-J-F. Uh-huh. This man, I watched it. This man was at a comic con. He goes, this gentleman comes up with his action figures. He takes the action figures, signs them. Now, doesn't hand the fan back. What does he do? He throws them across the floor. Okay, he's still playing the role. I understand this. But 
that much? I mean, it, can, can you can you calm down the kayfabe just a little bit? That's a fan's money that you just threw across the floor. And the fan was just, he was beside himself. Go pick it up at, use something other language, but mm. go pick it up at, you know. Mm. And I was like, what the? Okay, that's going too far, MJ. Come on, stop. Yeah, yeah. If if it was not a setup, I mean, you could set things yeah. up for Comic Con, because That's you know true. there there there's things being taped, and it could have been a setup. But okay. I noticed this the other day, and MJF when they did that that four way match with Darby and uh, with uh, Jungle Boy and Sammy, great match, a lot of fun. I thought of something in there because everybody says MJF is the you know a great heel he's the best heel in the business right now mm-hmm. but he's a little and a lot of people try to compare him to to Rick Flair when Rick was in his heyday but mm-hmm. Rick was likable yeah you know he was talking about you know his diamond rings and and going out and partying and having a good time with the ladies riding space mountain and mm-hmm. and all that Rick was even though the character was obnoxious at times, he was oh, at yeah. least likable. MJF yep. and this incarnation of MJF, he's not likable to me. No, he's not. I'm tired of his stick, and I'm hoping yep. that it ends pretty soon and they can give him a break, maybe have him come back. He could be a heel all he wants, but right now I'm a little tired of MJF and his stick. But give him credit, the last two pay-per-views, the uh, the fatal four-way he had, and then the the Iron Man match with Daniel Bryanson, those were two five-star matches. They were awesome. I love oh, both yeah. of them. But as a character, I'm tired I'm of his of his stick. That's all I can say about that. I'm 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 over MJF. I used to praise him up and down, but now. I'm I'm tired of the gimmick. It, it's it's old. It's getting too old, yeah. basically. Yeah. And now it needs to. It's time to ride off into the sunset for a little while, take a break, and enjoy your life a little bit. But I think he's a worker. He works a little bit too much, but he's too much into his character. Yeah. Way too. Well, we'll have so, to see. You will have to see how they're they're going to react to that because. You know, uh, with uh, now three shows AEW is involved with, is he going to be involved very much with the Saturday night show? Or is it, uh, you know, I don't see where they're going to be going with this. Then, you know, you also have the ROH that's still going on, and they're still having ROH tapings. Uh, the NWA just had the Crockett Cup back in your part of the country last weekend. Oh. A lot of stuff going on in professional wrestling, including this. Think about movies right now. Think about movies. Mm-hmm. You brought up Samoa Joe, and what's this movie he's going to be in? It was a video game called Twisted Metal. Oh, it's a video game. Okay. It was a video game. It's Now it's adapted to a movie. Okay. Oh, he's mm-hmm. going to be in the movie? Yeah, he's in the movie as okay. the some kind of a play on. Go ahead. Okay. Then you've got Dave Bautista in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Mm-hmm. And then you've got John Cena in the Fast X movie. Yep. I mean, 
professional wrestling is still very relevant in entertainment and I think has a way to go because these producers are seeing, uh, you know, people flocking to the movie to see their their favorite professional wrestler in the movies now, seeing how they do. And then on Monday Night Raw, they were talking about uh, Rhea Ripley and her, um, one of her social media accounts. I, I don't want to call it, it was TikTok, or is her TikTok account. She yeah. has more people following her on TikTok than the entire lineup of the New York Yankees Major League Baseball Club. Oh, wow. And they were talking about all these other celebrities that you would be surprised that she has. That's because wrestling fans are more invested in these wrestlers than they are, say, you know, Major League Baseball. Uh, I'm a big baseball fan, but I haven't watched hardly any this year. Been watching a little hockey. Go Vegas Knights, by the way. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just kind of fun to me to see how there are so many people out there that still want to tear down professional wrestling. But just when you think it's over with, you find somebody breaking into the movies. You've got The Rock, still the biggest draw in the movies. Cena, one of the biggest draws. Dave Batista, one of the biggest draws. And it's it's happening all the time. Now you got Samoa Joe in the movies. You got Stephen Amell. His second yeah. season of Heels is getting ready yep. to debut on Stars. I think this is going to be the last year of it. But it was a, yep. a lot of fun to watch this little show about professional wrestling. Then you, you also to- go ahead. No, 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 you're about to say something. Go right ahead, please. Okay. Then this news, and I think I talked about it before we started recording. I had some news here that probably not a lot of you know, podcasts are talking about because it involves Marvel movies, not just Guardians of the Galaxy, but they are filming a new Captain America movie. Ah, yes. Okay. And uh, the uh, movie is now being called Captain America Brave New World. They just announced it. They've changed the name from Captain America New World Order. A lot of people ask, well, what are they doing with Captain America? Remember at the end of the Avengers movie that Captain America gave it to Sam, the Falcon gave the shield? So yep. it's going to be the Falcon as Captain America. Winter Soldier Bucky will be his sidekick. And mm. in that movie, I don't know what role he's going to have, but as Seth freaking Rollins. Mm. The reason they had the world championship match as the first of that uh, last Saudi Arabia event, because mm-hmm. he had to hop on a plane and fly over to the United States or wherever they're filming to film a couple of scenes the next day. So yeah. that was one of the reasons that wasn't the, the, the main event. But so I, I'm just excited when I see wrestlers on uh, TV shows, movies, uh, talk shows, I get so excited about that uh, just because I'm a geek, you know? <laughs> well, I'm glad that they're doing, I mean, Seth deserves it. And it's going to be a, a heck of a movie <laughs> with Marvel. Uh, I don't know what role he's playing with in the Marvel universe. I've, I've heard some kind of a, uh, some Lord of a cat, something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Some Lord of cats or something like that in the comic books. I don't keep up with, 
uh, Captain America, so I have no idea what they're talking yeah, about. And I, I haven't seen any Marvel Marvel movies in a while. Uh, but I'm telling you, this is it's interesting in what they're pushing. And yeah, Seth deserves it. I mean, if, if anybody deserves it, he does. Yeah, uh, he, he's put out a lot this year, and he's been putting up with a lot too. Yeah, he has. Uh, so a lot of pressure out there, but it's still a heck of a lot of fun. And this Saturday. Uh, in Salt Lake City, STF has a new uh, another show coming up, and uh, and Zane and his business is uh, one of the sponsors for STF. Oh. And yep. uh, I'm I I texted him today to see if he was still going. I, I don't know, but he is one of the sponsors for the event. And mm-hmm. Manny Lemons and Buff Bichet, that we talk about them a lot. Uh, Salt Lake City wrestlers uh, recently went to uh, Colorado Springs for an outdoor event. It was huge. And they're both doing very well. And yep. uh, then you've got um, uh, Rekha Tahaka getting ready to do her own promotion. But uh, she's been back in San Antonio recently wrestling there. And she's still appearing on the WOW Women of Wrestling program, which is nationwide. Uh, it's just a great time to be a professional wrestling fan. And we try to talk about everything, but I can't find my way to being able to keep up with impact yet. And uh, major league wrestling is no longer on reels for some reason. I have to check that out too. So, well, we've got, uh, buff the stuff Bagwell coming, uh, June the 9th here to Lexington, North Carolina for a uh, promotion that's coming here. I'm not going to be able to go because I have to work, but I know that buff Bagwell is going to be there. Uh, anybody else? I don't really know. And congratulations to Jerry Lawler. He's going to be uh, presented an award. I don't know if he's actually going to be able to. Have we heard any about conditions with him? I know he's talking. Well, you know, know they, they did a video with him when uh, they put Andy Kaufman into the Hall yeah. of Fame. He did the video and was talking well, but they did that from his home. So, uh, you know, mm. when you have a stroke, it's going to take yep. a while to get all your faculties back if he gets them all back. But uh, we wish mm. him we wish him only the best. Yeah, he's like Teflon. Nothing sticks to him. Yeah. He's the man who just holds on for dear life. And, uh, and I've been listening to other people talk, and some of them are good, and some of them don't make a bit of sense. And I'm glad that our podcast is being listened to people. And we don't. We just give our opinion. That's it. If you like it, great. If you don't, okay, move on. Yeah. Uh, and I've got a – we're on that Spotify, Spotify, I think it is. Yeah. We're on that. I've got my uh, fiance introduced me to that. I put it on my my phone, and I listen to it. Guys, can continue to listen to us. Enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah, and uh, I have recently uh, uh, been talking to some people about the, the podcast. And once again, we apologize for not being on for several weeks, but uh, there was a the, yeah, there was a <laughs> lot of reasons why. And uh, I thought we were going to get ready to record, and then my health went yeah. Uh, and, mm-hmm. but we also have, uh, the radio guy reflections, which is getting ready to start back up again. Three W news, which also on Spotify. So is the radio guy reflections. Uh, I just recently started a new part-time radio gig where mm-hmm. I'm doing news for radio stations in Eastern Kentucky. And, yep. uh, and they, and there's wrestling going on back there too. So, uh, hopefully oh, yeah. I'll, I'm going to make some notes soon about, some of the wrestling that's going on in Eastern Kentucky and Northwest Tennessee. And we hopefully will have 
a guest with us very soon. I think you're friends with the man, but he has a, a Facebook page, uh, and it's all about autographs and collecting oh, memorabilia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from professional mm-hmm. wrestling. I thought I had yeah. him set up, but he said he was real busy uh, working his job back in uh, Murray, Kentucky. So we'll mm-hmm. talk about him, and we'll have some other guests uh, still lined up, and it's always a lot of fun to be able to talk about one of our favorite subjects in professional wrestling. All right. Well, we've had a lot of fun today. It's been a blast. We're back at it again, and we're going to do this one more time. We're just very happy that your health has gotten a lot better. And uh, congratulations on the uh, the upcoming nuptials. And uh, I just uh, wish you and your intended the best. You know that. Oh, yes. We're going to have ourselves a blast. Our uh, Our wedding will be in October. And we are going to have a blast with this. And she is already looking at me right now and and just shaking her finger and going, come here, I need to talk to you about the wedding. (laughs) Well, uh, make sure you have wedding cake. That's all I care. Get some wedding cake. Uh, We will. Okay, you guys have a a great time back in North Carolina. Thank you all very much, and we'll do it again. This is TurnbuckleTrash.net. Wrestling was an essential service. Yes! 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 Pro yes! wrestling from a fan's yes! perspective. Correct! The thoughts and opinions heard on the proceeding program are not necessarily those of an intelligent human being. Well, if you want a rematch, you are getting one. <laughs> this is Turnbuckle Trash. Ready, Dave? Coming in three, two, one. And action. We're on that Spotify, Spotify, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't worry. Give it three days. Vince is in charge. It'll be uh, back to theory. I'm a grizzled old veteran of the radio wars. Oh, it's all weird after those red boots. And leads, the other person follows, and, uh, and like a ballet or whatever, you know. But that match just seemed to be like the Macarena or something. It was just all over the place. <laughs> He don't yeah. want no vegetables, well, don't want no water. He just want meat. Oh, my goodness. And we have a new undisputed bunch of bullcrap. No, that was not me in the ring tearing my quad. And Vince, take off the mustache. Uh, there is the uh, mayor of uh, Knoxville County, um, Glenn Jacobs. You crack open the egg, and it's an IOU. Uh, like Super Mario on crack. That <laughs> man is the world record holder in eating hot dogs the fastest ever, and he has my utmost respect. He can get that, that mustard belt. He's the man. Well, we're going to hit him with a lot of deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of deodorant. That was a dumb idea. It's kind of growing on me a little bit. Almost like a fungus. You know, mm-hmm. macho, macho man. Controversy creates cash. Controversy creates cash. That just means that there's going to be teeth flying out of mouths one day. <laughs> yeah, he's like Teflon. Nothing sticks to him. Yeah. He's the man who just holds on for dear life.